This episode of the Red Bull Rant is by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Gwen Rochesco, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, and Maeve Dartinez. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald, and this is episode 377. The Carney Landfill has moved to Harrison. Wow, the, the sad one was working right before I did it. We, before right. we started recording. Oh, shit. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're not making playoffs, I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, surprised. this is probably for the best. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I felt like this, like two years ago with Armas, I was like, we should not make the playoffs, just so we can clean house. Mm-hmm. Still, kind of feel the same way. Yeah, there's yeah, pluses and minuses to it. I mean, it's like if you think not making the playoffs actually wake this uh, front office up, I guess it's a good thing. But you know, I don't actually expect that to happen. So. No. Not, that, not that I think making the playoffs would be any better, but, you know. No, just one more game to get our hopes up for. Exactly. So, Red Bulls, two games they lost first one. Or, sorry, not lost. They, they drew the first one, 1-1 one, one at home to D.C. They lost 1-2-1 one, one at Columbus. Let me bring up the tweets. Wish I thought of this sooner. But I actually well. got them up. Okay, you All go right. ahead with the tweets. All right, so first one's from Ed Ritter. This is about the D.C. match. Inexcusable that RBMI looks so disjointed when Schuber stressed they spent two weeks working on shape, strategy, and tactics. Uh, Tonino M. Uh, said, we need goals, guys, and we need them fast. What are we going to do? Well, we have a guy in NYRB2 who looks pretty good. Done. Bring him up. Um, uh, Ruchesco, at Ruchesco says, hey, Drew D- uh, Deadwood did a thing. That goal was worth $2 million, right? All right, and now we're on to the Columbus tweets, Tornado M. Uh, talent just isn't there. Uh, I'm still wet, RBNY supporter. Uh, responded to our tweet uh, that we go up a goal and give up to, and he said, we literally only do this. Uh, Tyler, at Tyler Martins, replied with a gif of a guy wearing a dunce cap and just says, this team sucks. Uh, Zach D at Prehistoman uh, responded with a gif of Tyler Adams just shrugging like, what the fuck? Uh, and then Ruchesco said, uh, is anyone still going to miss Clark when he's gone? And those are our tweets for the week. You, I think you missed one. That's <clears throat> uh, so all I saw. Yeah, there's another one from Ruchesco. It's Hulkin John Tolkien is better than Drew Yearwood. And then yeah, anyone's still going to miss Clark when he's gone. Yeah. Oh, and some someone should maybe keep an eye on Fabio with a tweet to something about when he was, I guess, with his former team in a drunk driving incident. Oh, yeah, I did, I did see something about that. 
So, well, didn't see anything. Uh, it didn't show up on my page for whatever reason. <laughs> oh boy! So a lot to unpack in this. Let's get into it right away. Uh, likes and dislikes. Do you want to start with likes or dislikes? <laughs> I'm not even sure. I guess dislikes. Why not? All right. So uh, go ahead. What did you dislike about these two matches? Uh, it just basically seems like this team, for some ungodly reason that makes no sense, seems to think that if they score one goal, they can hold on to win. It doesn't seem like they have any uh, urgency in trying to score another. Um, I feel like whenever t- every time they go into this two-striker system, uh, the offense just completely grinds to a halt. Uh, it's just, I mean, where's the urgency? I mean, if, if we, I mean, I guess, you know, they knew their center back, one of their starting center backs was being shipped off, I believe that was yesterday, back to his home club, his uh, original club in Egypt. So maybe they thought, eh, whatever, the season's over. Maybe they're already packing in. But it, it's just, there's no urgency with the team. And it's like, and I'd say before this weekend, the or this past week, the playoffs weren't completely out of, uh, as a realm of possibility, uh, but now I would say they are, and it's just it's uh, it's embarrassing to see this team just uh, whether it's tactics or play on the field, they just don't seem interested at all in um, pushing for the wins. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's rough. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I was pretty much at the point where I figured we were not winning anyway, or not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was fine with that. Didn't. Yeah. Because like, just at this point, whatever. It's, it's, it is what it is. Uh, but, oh boy, that is... It's rough. Mm-hmm. Especially in both games when you go up, right? And yeah. both of these games were winnable. It's not like we're playing New England... Or another team that's top of the league. We're playing. We played a DC team that was literally on the line of the playoffs, and we played a Columbus team that was, I believe, cl- lower in the standings than us. Mm-hmm. And the Columbus team in their brand new stadium have not been good, and it's just like I don't. I don't think that there's. I don't think this team has heart. Mm-hmm. I think that's really where it comes down to it, the, the very base of it. Um, you can talk all you want about planning and all this other stuff, but if you don't have to drive to, when you get to game time, then nothing else is going to matter. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that everybody on the team doesn't care. Right? Yeah. Clearly, there are players that care. But collectively, this team doesn't have it. There is a leadership problem. Uh, I put a lot of it on Struber. To a degree, I think Sean Davis should take some of the, the blame because he's the team captain. If wherever Struber's lacking, he's supposed to be able to pick it up in terms of motivating the players. Um, it's just inexcusable at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if this was, if this is week two, three of the year, fine. Like, Okay, growing pains, new system, all this other shit, right? But no, we're we're past we're at twenty something games into the season. We're past the point of excuses. Yeah. 
it's it's a, if it, it's a pointless to make a young team progress. Where's the progress? <clears throat> Clearly, it's not there. Hmm. And I don't think it's going to get there. Not with this group. No. And now I'm wondering: Is Struber was Struber worth paying two million dollars to get him out of his contract early? I would say no at this point. Patrick Kamal is not worth his transfer fee, regardless of whatever it is. I think it was like five million, but whatever it was, it wasn't worth it. Or Frankie I mean, Frankie Amaya, another seven figure bench player. Yep. And who's going to leave this year on a free anyway? Because mm-hmm. why would they resign him? They're not using him. Yeah. Um. Caden Clark obviously is already gone, so it doesn't really matter if he if he gets better or not. Although he's significantly dropped off since he had to take his appendix out. Hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, there's no heart. It's the one thing you can't coach. Mm-hmm. You can motivate, but if the players don't care, it doesn't matter what you do. You just you can't get around it. Yep. So at this point, I think we very clearly have, as an organization, thrown in the towel, and they're saying, well, we're not going to get it this year playoffs or not they're just going to finish out the year and maybe do something next year I doubt it I mean they'll show up there's at least that but well, they're, they're, uh, I'm already in for season tickets so they're charging me for something the, the, what I'm feeling right now with this team is very much an Adam Gates with the Jets feeling Mm-hmm. Of just pure hopelessness, let the let it just be fucking over. Like this, this was first year Adam Gates, and I hope there's no second year because that was even worse. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. We need some some spark to give the team and the fan base hope. I mean, on so Saturday, September 11th, New York was playing D.C. That was not a nationally televised game. We had to have barely hit 5,000 people in the stands. I mean, why would anyone go to these games right now? Right, but that's the point, right? At the beginning of the year, this should have been marked as a a must-watch, must-be-at game. Mm -hmm. But you know, just with everything that's happened to the team this year. And to a degree, the pandemic, because people are still afraid to kind of go back to in mass to stadiums. But this is clearly a issue of not putting out the quality that the fan base has come to expect since the Red Bull Arena era has started. Yep. And you can't, and if you don't have quality players in this market or quality teams in this market, you're not going to get people in the stands. No. Yeah, I, I don't think the pandemic has anything to do with people not showing up now. I think it's just a trash product. I don't know. I think, like, me personally, not that I plan on going to game this year because distance and all that stuff, but... I, if this team was good, I might consider going since I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But I imagine there are people out there that are not vaccinated because they can't get it. And 
wouldn't risk it. I'd probably a relatively small number, but either way, if you don't have the quality on the field, it doesn't matter anything else because people aren't going to want to show up. Yeah, no, I get, I get. I just don't think the pandemic has anything to do with it. I mean, you, you look at all sports across the board. Uh, if the team is good, people show up. I mean, Giants had plenty of people in the stadium uh, this past weekend. So I don't know. Can only hope that they get better next year, because clearly it's not happening this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Was there anything to like from these two games? Yeah, I'm emotionally checked out, so I'm not living or dying by this team right now. <laughs> you know, if they lose, it doesn't ruin my night. I guess that that's that's good. <laughs> It was funny. Um, so, didn't get to watch the Columbus game live. I watched the first half Wednesday night. And uh, when we scored, I didn't react. Like, mm-hmm. usually I at least say something. My wife turns to me and goes, what, you're not going to celebrate? And I, my first immediate response, well, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. Sure enough, in the second half, the game. Oh, 100%. I, it's... I I've, I guess the like is the fact that I don't expect anything anymore, like you said. Yeah. A, a win is gravy at this point. Yeah. The only expectation I have is that we don't bottom out completely in the table. I don't know. I, again, I think that might, I mean, I think they're, they're the worse we do, I think it increases infinitesimally, I, I must admit, but increases the chances that Somebody in Austria notices and says, "Oh, shit, we got to start caring about this ch- uh, franchise again." But I mean, uh, again, I don't necessarily see that happening. Um, but who, who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, just looking, I'm just looking at the bright side. I don't think we can give up eight points to Toronto over the last ten or twelve games, realistically. Yeah. So. I think they're the yeah they're the worst team in the league right now. Austin's the, the expansion side is not not even the worst team in the league. Yeah. Well, Toronto started the season with Chris Armas, so. True. All right. Do we even need to talk anything else about these games? Nah. Okay. Nah. Really. Okay. Prediction standings I haven't updated, but I just assume Truman's still in the lead. Because <laughs> he was three points ahead, I didn't get any scores right, so. There you go. All right. So we have not one but two games to talk about. Uh, first is uh, away at Miami, Friday, September 17th, 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. I didn't realize this got moved to Fox Sports. I thought we were like the NYC, the NYC FC game that got rained out was supposed to be the one, the last one on national TV for the rest of the year. Uh-huh. Apparently we got flex scheduled into it, which is kind of weird. I guess kind of contractually, maybe we're required to have one. And since we got rain, the rain out was for Fox Sports. This is, oh, uh-huh. yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, predictions. Truman predicted a one nothing loss. I'm going to follow him on, on the loss. Also, I think it's going to be another 2-1. I'm just going to follow the pattern of give up a goal and then lose it. That seems to work for this team. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with Truman. One nothing loss. I, I just don't. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm gonna say we're not gonna do anything, in Miami, but we're 
Uh, definitely going to lose. I mean, I was about to say Miami's worse than us, but they're not. They're actually better than us. Yeah, they're actually better, yep. All right, the second game is NYCFC at Red Bull Arena. I believe this is the makeup game from the rain out. Yes, it is. Uh, Wednesday, September 22nd, 8 p.m. on MSG in ESPN+. Uh, predictions aside, it's great that we get to play them twice in four days. Yeah, that should be fine. Uh, all right. Uh, so Sherman said 3-1 loss. You know what? I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the pattern. Two one loss. I'm just we're gonna keep doing it. All right. I'm gonna go two nothing loss. Um, I'm I'm predicting a nice uh, big shutout over these next two games. Uh, NYCFC is a much better team. Their fans don't have to travel far. There were a lot of them there for that rain out. So yeah, I don't, I don't see this going well for us. So are you even planning on going any more games this year? Uh yeah, I mean at, at some point. <laughs> I might I guess, even go I might even go next Wednesday. We'll see. I guess because you have the tickets. I have the tickets, yeah. So I mean driving home on a work night after watching a shitty team. I, I don't really necessarily want to do that on Wednesday, so we'll see what happens. I have a friend that I sit with. I don't like to leave him hanging. That that's the only thing. That's the only thing keeping me yeah, with season tickets. <laughs> you, don't want someone to suffer. you don't want someone to suffer alone. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, New York Rebels 2. They are still continue the culture of losing. They are still continue the 2 uh, nothing loss. 2 nothing loss. 2 nothing loss versus San Antonio. Their next match is Sunday, September 19th against Memphis, 1 p.m., Still number seven in their conference, uh, 16 points. The only team they're better than is against Luton United, who is D.C.'s team. So at least there's that. We're better than D.C. and USL. Uh, Gotham FC is also on a downswing. Last match, 0-0 draw versus Chicago. That puts them right now at number eight in the NWSL, which is outside the playoffs. I guess they're... uh, Now former head coach taking the job with L.A. didn't really sit too well with the players. And maybe between that and the Olympics and all the other shit that's been going on. Uh, Next match, September 25th against the North Carolina Courage, 3 p.m. All right. So that takes us to the dumping ground. Okay. Sample. Yeah, whatever. Yep, okay. Soundboard's broken. That's what I get for not really working this out better. That's all right. All right, so... First, uh, this broke today. The New York Rebels have dropped their lawsuit against Kaku's agent. Uh, The lawsuit was... To say that the agent interfered in the Red Bulls' ability to get a transfer fee for Kaku. Uh, I saw somebody ask why. I think the reason really is just the fact that it'd be hard to prove that in the court of law. Yeah. Uh, those kind of things generally have a high bar for the person making the claim. So they probably were hoping for settlement. They didn't get it and just backed out of it. Yeah. This just saying- is. Uh, 
Sorry. I was going to say, just an embarrassing episode for Rebel all around. Yeah, well, so this is not over. I think they still have the avenue of going through FIFA to force a uh, a resolution with the, his new club. Maybe yeah, get we'll some see. sort of transfer fee out of it. Well, see, Ed, you really have any faith in this organization getting a transfer fee? <laughs> no, but we'll see. Uh, FIFA has also announced the idea of moving the World Cup from a four-year cycle to a two-year cycle. Uh, Today I saw an article that out of 25,000 people surveyed, 15,000 of them were willing or wanted to see that kind of a thing. So I don't know how much I trust it. We'll see. Yeah. Because uh, that was that was pretty quick. It was within a week, and only twenty five thousand people in the world you talk to. That's to me that that leads to questioning the the quality of that survey. Yeah. Uh, me as someone who thinks less is more. Uh, I don't like this idea at all. Um, you know it. it Keep it every four years. I mean, if they do do every two years, I will certainly watch them. But uh, I think every four years just makes it, you know, much more enjoyable, much more special. So uh, I'm all for keeping it four years. Yeah. Less is definitely more. Um, As an example, before interleague play in Major League Baseball, there was a reason a a Mets-Yankees World Series was considered a big idea. Uh-huh. And that's because they would never play each other. Yeah. Uh, it's exa- the World Cup is exactly that. You're forcing the top-level teams to play anybody else that, that comes up against them. Yeah. Uh, it's basically just like the NCAA tournament for basketball. Like March Madness is so big because of those possibilities of the upsets. You make it every two years, it's just you're going to lose it. Like The possibility of the upsets become less and less. Uh-huh. The the big matchups, like example, Germany-England, you'll have more often. So you take the wind out of the sails. It, just all around, it doesn't make sense to do it. And one of the ideas was to shorten the... By doing it, they were also going to... Sh- Reduce number of international windows, but make them a little bit longer so they can fit in more qualification games in one shot. I don't imagine how this is going to work, honestly. Right. Like they're they're talking about groups of like four or eight. Like it, it it's not going to work because you have to a lot in some way number mm-hmm. spots. Like and I know the idea is not fleshed out, but it just to me I can't see them segmenting these these births enough to make it worth it. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, it's, uh, I don't see it working very well. I mean, you, you're talking about, you know, even more time players away from the clubs. I mean, good luck getting in the clubs to agree to that. Yeah, I mean, again, if it happens, I'll watch it, but, you know, keep it every four years. It sounds like, in many ways, it just sounds like people want more money, take them away from the, the federations themselves, and just put more of that money into people's pockets. Yeah, so what is it? I think FIFA Pro, which is the the players' union for internationals, like the the 
big overall players union basically said we don't want this. UEFA said we don't want this. Like clearly, this is not something a lot of people want. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I will agree with in all this is that the way the confederational tournaments are happen need to be changed. Mm-hmm. We do not need a gold cup every two years. We yeah. do not yeah. in Copa America every... I think it's every year at this point, right? For Copa America. No, nah, they every two, yeah. Okay, well, okay, so still, same thing. We don't need that every two years. It should be World Cup. Two years later are the Confederation tournaments. Two years later is another World Cup. And be done with it. Mm-hmm. And if they're really concerned... I, and they, I don't know... Take the Olympics, right? Because you're not really treating it as anything. Maybe allow a few more over 23 players on that mm-hmm. that tournament, right? Make it make it three over 23 to five. Yeah, they won't allow that. No, again, but, more more distraction from the World Cup itself. Yeah, they, they won't change that. Right, but point is, there's enough soccer already. We don't need these huge tournaments. I already feel like they're to a degree kind of damaging the World Cup, right? They've moved it from the summer to November for Qatar. They're upping the number from 32 to 48 when they come to the United States, Canada, Mexico in six years or five years at this point. They're taking what was good about this tournament and kind of ruining it already. Mm-hmm. We don't need to keep adding on to it. Yeah. All right. Last thing I have, I think I saw it was on Much Metro talking about um, being two years on from or a year on from Armis and all this stuff. So it got me kind of thinking. I'm comparing Struber this year versus Chris Armis in 2019. I'm not counting 2020 because pandemic. He wasn't Armis wasn't around the whole year for a bunch of different reasons. So, this I found kind of interesting. So, this year, 21, the Red Bulls are winning 27% of their matches, averaging 1.13 goals for, 1.27 goals against. That goals against number is actually pretty good. Goals for needs to be much better. But, in 2019... Red Bulls won 41% of their matches in the regular season, averaged 1.56 goals for and 1.5 against. Now, I will caveat a little bit. They still had, to a degree, they still had Bradley Ray Phillips on that roster. They did have some better players on the 2019 roster. But... In terms of coaching, I think it's kind of funny that <coughs> Armis looks like the better coach in MLS compared to Struber. Bring back Armis. I'm not advocating that. I just think it's a kind of funny comparison point. Yeah, now Armis had better players. I mean, uh, again, I mean Struber was apparently brought in here to coach players up, and he's not doing it. So um, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, you know, so I think it's kind of damning. It's just kind of just going to show again much weaker roster than what Armas had. 
but it, it's really it doesn't look good. That's for sure. So we'll see, but I thought this was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last segment of the show since Truman's not here. It's time for Pat's betting corner. Nope, still not working. All right. So uh, this week I'm going to go with Atlanta over DC, Philly over Orlando, and Colorado over Vancouver. That is my three team parlay for the weekend. Oh, I was hoping it was going to work. Nope. <laughs> I will try to get that fixed at some point. <clears throat> All right. By the way, they still have not opened up the sports betting in Maryland. Ah, it's a shame. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because they, they were talking about having it ready before the NFL season started. So, that would have been nice. Yeah. I think there's some... Uh, I think so, there's some like comment period they're going through right now. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I was in New York City last weekend for uh, a wedding, and I was like, "Oh, time to gamble on some football." And I'm like, "Oh wait, I can't." It was very disappointing. Well, don't worry. Like I said, like we talked about, once um, once it's up and running, I'll, I'll play some bets for you. There you go. All right. Anything else we want to talk about today? No, that's it. Yeah, this team is crap, and that's this is what we get when the team's crappy. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's wrap this up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash riverrant one buck a month. All you need exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap up, live post games, anything we decide to do. Email us redbullrant at gmail.com. Call us 973-348-5329-facebook.com/redbullrant on Twitter at redbullrant for the show at Dr. Stooge myself at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, and I think I'm going to be adding to Amazon. I got some email about Amazon podcast, so it might go up there soon. All right, excellent. Pretty much look anywhere you can find a podcast, look for it. All right. Last words before we get out of here. Red Bull, sell the team. All right. On that note, for Pat and myself, this has been episode 377 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Lights. <laughs>